Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press a button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. There is a thing on Evening Magazine, which is a King 5 television program, that they do every year called The Best of Western Washington. Yes. Now, Lisa, we have a, a sort of affinity for this little, uh, what, what is essentially a promotional vehicle, because we were chosen Best of Western Washington a couple of times, I think. We weren't. You were. Well, not me. I mean... You were. No, no, come on. It was you two. Well, I... You are. I don't want to talk about that. You are my head and my right arm. If it wasn't for you, then I would be. And your foot. So we, yes. Uh, well, so I well, was. Three I, of the toes. I was nominated and won for best uh, or most eligible bachelorette. Now that is the worst category. Isn't that humiliating? And, it, I, I, and I when you win say it, that for you, when I'm, you win it three times. <laughs> And you'd but that, have, that's you'd, a slap in the face. You'd be happy to know I'm still eligible to win that to this day. I guess the worst would be most ineligible <laughs> right. bachelorette yeah. or whatever. But chief, but you know. yeah, it was a nice honor, and the people at Evening Magazine are awfully. So nice in about those it. days, I was unaware of how the polling took place. I thought, well, this is a spontaneous thing. Viewers of the program, the evening program, they just write in or call in or email in their choices. And so it is really a democratic process. And it's real. When you get that award, it's real. Yes. People really like you. That's right. You really do cook the, the best hamburger. You really do have the best hotel. The public has spoken. The public has spoken. Well, now I'm getting these emails all the time. Uh, there are. Uh, exhorting me to vote in the best of western washington okay what's wrong with that well uh, somehow they've turned this over to a third party um that's yeah it's a thing. city voting yeah. voting uh, uh, you get the idea that this poll. is a thing that they do in in cities all over the u.s it doesn't mean anything. The people at Evening Magazine aren't even aware of what's really going on. Wait a minute. They just get the results at some point. That's an awful bold accusation. I think it's true, however. Okay. All and right. even back when we won, even back when we won. Wait a minute, I, don't tell me. Well, it I, wasn't real? Well, I, I submitted then that these awards were trumped up oh. and they were favors. They were, I mean, the people that won the best, let's say the, the people that won the best car dealership. Uh -huh. I, I don't even know if that's a real category. It is. They have that category. They would happen to be, what do you know, the biggest car advertiser on, on King, King TV. Fun. I got you it. Know, yeah. That's what I think. Now, uh -huh. I don't know this for sure. Well, that doesn't explain how you won. 
or I won. Well, it's just that I had a connection to King because of, uh, you know, almost live, perhaps. Although it was canceled by then, so you're right. Maybe <laughs> See, that was maybe that was a make good. Okay. Sorry we fired you. We'll give you this award <laughs> as a consolation prize. I don't know. But um, the whole thing doesn't pass the smell test for me. Okay. What do you think? I I this is the first I've heard of this. I come thought on. It, I thought it this was, is not the first. I you've thought heard it was it. on the up and up, and that and that listeners <laughs> and fans and people voted, and and they're giving away a five thousand dollar prize for people it who could vote. Be, you, it could be true what you just said, but I don't. And they think have very so. they have very specific rules on their website that state you cannot uh, cheat. I mean, and I'd have to go through what it says. But, yeah. You know, if you have a storefront, you can't tell people when they walk in the door to vote for you on their computer. There's there's some limits to how people can register their votes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And um, one of our best friends is, uh, we should, in full disclosure, say that she is attached to the Evening Magazine program. Yes, and we is. do not want her to be... Uh, alarmed or hurt or uh, incited in any way well, by her com- she, by her conversation. She doesn't listen. She's to this the podcast. one who wanted us to do this podcast, and she doesn't even listen now. I know. Well, that's true of most All right, people. So, so here's the thing: since you and I won that, uh, there is a, a a category that actually wasn't even invented when we were around back in the back in the old days doing radio. Best but it, covered wagon. Best? No, it is now. They've gotten into online and media categories. Oh yeah, sure. And yeah, there right. is a new category which I'm not sure you're aware of for best podcast. Best podcast. You know, let me uh, revise my. <laughs> Earlier remarks. Right, I thought this. you might. <laughs> I think this is a. I, I think this is the most legitimate. Uh, uh, it, it's the best indication of the public's acceptance and love for an institution honest. that there is. Use the word honest. It's it's honest, and there's no way it's manipulated for any other reason than it's just an expression of the public's feelings, and. <laughs> And so to win, and thank you very much. We are so honored to be honored as the best podcast. Well, this just, is such an honor. Right I am so excited. Let me just stop you uh, right there. So many people to thank. Um, <laughs> Wait, you need to stop right there because we what? actually, there are uh, several podcasts that are have been nominated. Actually, there's... I know. And, and and you know what? To those people, keep trying. Listen to keep me. trying. <laughs> I am. You will get to the mountaintop where we are right now. It's a beautiful view Listen up here. Me. And you, what? All right. First of all, I don't even know that we're on the nomination list. I'm going to check it in just a second here. What? Um, Luke Burbank, our friend Luke Burbank. He's not to, my friend. Uh, not to, if he's won this thing. His podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, is leading the pack right now. Yeah. It's all a right? fix. It's a fix. I tell you. I've, I've said this all along. The whole thing's a fix. The next podcast is the STP cast in Belltown. I don't even know who they are. No, I don't do you? Either. I think it's something to do with toilet paper. The third one is called Ask an Atheist out of Tacoma, Washington. I don't believe in that podcast. Come on. The, Mar- the Marty Reamer Show. Uh, we know him. He's in fourth place. I don't place. know him. And why and anyway, what like kind of that? a name is Reamer? Come on. <laughs> you know you're being taken if you're listening to a guy named Reamer. And in fifth place is Derby Deeds Podcast. Derby, like the roller derbies. Like, like the mm. hat. All right. So we've had a few people comment on oh, our Facebook really page. I assumed, Lisa, stupidly, I assumed we had won yeah, before so was, I had that the That was stupid, all right. We didn't even um, get nominated. <laughs> We're that bad. <laughs> And we've got an insider there at Evening Magazine, and we didn't get nominated. She doesn't care. Oh, God. 
Right. She doesn't care. So let me go see. There are like, there's like 20, 30, 40 mm. podcasts. I didn't, I thought we were doing something new and unique. Yeah. We're not even on the nominations here. It's fixed. I'm we're not you, even on fixed. the nominations here. You know what? But you want to know who, you want to know who is on here? Who? <clears throat> I, maybe I don't, but go ahead. Whatever bio, bio, bionic dance of Green Lake, Green Lake has a podcast they're on there. They're well, they're way ahead of well, us. Well, I do listen to that one a Shrenny's lot. So. Garden of Delights out of Bellingham my also favorite. made the list. It's We're not on there. I bu- I've got it bookmarked. What? That one. Which oh, <laughs> whatever you just said. <laughs> oh god. So we're not even on here. We're not even on here and I I don't know about you, but I you know, do we need this to really we don't need this. Do we need it? I think it would have been we... I think it would have been nice. <laughs> Why? But I mean, when you drive around town, like if you go to, uh, I don't know, a hairstylist or you see it, they all put it in their windows. Yes. Nominated for best. They've n- never anybody that's won, but it's they've been nominated. Right. So, I mean, if, if we could have at least said that and put yeah. that on our website. We How about this? Nominated. How about this? How about we put it on our website and wait to be challenged on it? <laughs> How about we just go further and just say we won? Or, or we won. And who's going to, they going to say, wait a minute, are they going to take legal action against us? I don't think you're so. Just, you're just, I love this bold new side of you. Well, this is what media does. I know. We are the number one newscast. <laughs> and they're not, you look at the ratings, wait a minute, you're not number one, but you say you're number one. Number one can mean anything. We're right. the first ones to get up in the morning. <laughs> right. We're we are we're the first ones to screw up the story. We're the first ones in the alphabet. You know, whatever <laughs> right. you you're you can define what you think is number one, right. and then say it and proclaim it, and that's what we're going to do. Well, you know, technically we are best of Western Western Washington winners because of our past wins. We don't have to say what it was for. It's like we are the fastest gun in the West, and now there's all these young guns out there mm-hmm. trying to beat us. Yeah. Hey, get away, okay? Yeah. We got the title. <laughs> it's not right, a traveling gonna... trophy, okay? We have it. We're going to go with that. That's right. All right. Bless them all. God, I'm glad we talked about that. I know. That. Moving to nothing at, to do with that, right? Yeah. Right now, uh, got this from got this uh, email from Chris, who sends us some great pictures and some great things, and he um, he sort of knows the kind of thing that we think would be interesting. And this is from hmm, I don't know where this is from. It, I'm sorry, I don't know. Well, what is it? Says it says Nisqually. I think if there's a thing called the Nisqually Valley News, then it's from there. Uh, run down around Yelm, you know, and uh, I don't even know where that is. Oh yeah, you when you drive to Olympia, you go through the Nisqually Valley. Oh, Bell, okay, you're you right. Know, it's that, you're it's right. That spot. Okay, but here's this was on the uh, front page of the of the newspaper down there. Child says man pooped in yard. <laughs> Thurston County Sheriff's <laughs> Office is investigating claims that a neighbor defecated in another neighbor's yard. <laughs> Is wrong with people. The incident, which took place in Rainier, was reported August 30th, and they, they give the address. A child told their parent they saw a neighbor walk over to another neighbor's house, vacant house, 
and defecate in the dog kennel. And then the parent contacted the owner of the vacant house who called the police, blah, blah, blah. There's, no, there's nothing more to the article than that. So do, is that illegal? I don't know. You know, is I don't it even illegal? know. I don't know if it's illegal. To go poop and, I mean. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. So You're right. why would you call the... Would, I guess you could only... What crime did he commit? Well, Where, I guess... Why I guess, would you call the police? I guess you could call him for trespassing on someone else's property, but the defecation part, I've never seen a law specific to that. And I wonder what his motivation was, because sometimes that sneaks up on you. Because defecation... You're like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I know. All, you're fine one minute, and then you have got to go. I remember as a kid, so clearly, we were... I'm not, I'm not being gross, but no, I, I was like three or four years old, and I was at a neighbor's house, and I was playing, and all of a sudden, I had to go. And that's how it is when you're a kid. Yeah, it's like spontaneous. Oh, my God, I got to go. I, I got to go back door. And so I'm running for home. I'm running for home. Why didn't you home. go there? Well, because I'd have to go in their house and tell them why I was going in their house and what I wanted to do. Because it's hard to run the other thing when is, you've got to go because oh, I know. you're... <laughs> I know. And this was the Oakley's house. Uh, and the Oakley's convinced me, their kids did, that they had snakes in their toilet. <laughs> and so that was another reason I didn't want to go there because well, I was afraid an asp would come up and bite me in the asp. Right. So I, I said, i got to run for home. And I'm not very far away. It's just half a block. But I'm running. I'm running. With your cheeks clenched. Cheeks clenched. And you can't clench your cheeks very well when you're running. No, I know. And I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I almost got to our yard. I guess the good news is when you're a kid that it comes out fairly... um, Compact. Yeah. More like... uh, you know, a baseball. Yeah. Then. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Then a bagel. Yeah. Or, I don't know what, but yeah. it, it, so it went down the pant leg uh, of me. Weren't you wearing underpants? Or yeah. Do, or do you have those big legs on your underpants? I don't know. I but it, I remember it went down my pant leg, and um, <laughs> so I thought, hey, this is great. They'll just blame the neighborhood dog. <laughs> That's funny. I don't I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> Why I would even bring that up. But the but you you raise an interesting point. I think it's interesting. Is it illegal to poop in someone's yard? If you urinate in someone's yard, I believe that is a Indecent misdemeanor. Exposure. It's misdemeanor, but if you poop, I believe that's a felony. I don't know. Well, I <laughs> guess then you because you have to expose yourself to do the deed, so it wouldn't be well, actually the, guy, the deed; it would be the exposure, indecent public exposure. Well, right? you, don't you have to expose yourself to poop? Well, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. The act itself wouldn't be what the crime is. It's that you've put, pulled your pants down. Now, if right you, there, bang, you're done. Now, if you if you're driving down the street and you show somebody <laughs> your frontal junk, I believe that is indecent exposure. But I mean, kids. Uh, since the beginning of time, have mooned people sure. driving by. Sure. And that's, I mean, that's never regarded as a big deal, right? It's just funny. I don't know. So It depends. If, if it's a kid's butt, sure. But if it's an old man, saggy, <laughs> hiney, then there should be, the law should be called in. But at what point do know. you go from having a young person's <laughs> rear end to an old man's saggy 
it's shockingly fast. Is it 30? It, is it 35 years of age? It what just, is it? It just, you go to sleep one night and you wake up and it's happened. Oh, it's, really? It never really creeps up on you. Hang on a second. No, I, I gotta no. take a look. look at oh it. my I, gosh. I can almost tell you. Look at that. No, that still looks pretty good. <laughs> look, Lisa. I don't want to. Look at that. I that still looks. I don't want to. Pretty good. <laughs> Doesn't look like a 20 year old, but that's a. That's a. Okay. It's not old devil. Thirty. That's good. Thirty-five, maybe. That's good. We called it hanging a ba. It's that old devil moon in your yeah. Is what we called it, which I don't know. Mooning is actually a kind of a indifferent sort of word. No, yeah. but we called it hanging a ba. Did you and do then, it? And then, wait a minute, you sure. called it? Oh, you did. Of course. Really? And then the the, the great... girls do girls do that? Sure. Oh, I didn't know that. And then... I knew girls exposed other parts, but I didn't know that. I thought the BA was strictly a male oh. thing. Oh heavens, no. Really? No. And then this is enlightening. And then there's a twist on the the BA, which is called the pressed ham. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where you actually push it against the car window. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's awesome, but it's such a great name, Pressed Ham. <laughs> I know. So dumb. Oh, that's so good. Okay. That's so good. But it's, you know, those are those traditions being lost in this time? No. Of smartphones and video games. Are, are young people not going out and pressing hams the way... <laughs> <laughs> the way we used to. I, don't know. I worry about that sort of thing. I know. I really do. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it. Let's see. Oh, well, I, in no particular order. Okay. I uh, want to uh, mention that today is, as we're recording this, well, as we're uh, we're downloading this or presenting this to you, it is October first. It is 2012. Mm-hmm. And isn't this an anniversary year for the uh, National Park Yosemite? Yeah, I looked this up because I always like to see what's happened on this day in history. And I've never been there, and I want to go so badly. Yeah, so the Yosemite National Park was established uh, on this day, October 1st, back in 1890. Oh, yeah. I was a whippersnapper back then. Of course, if you don't know where that is, that's in California. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, I I know the cartoon character, Yosemite Sam. I don't think he lived there. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. Yosemite Sam! Wasn't that... Oh, no, that was Yogi Bear was in... um, uh, Jellystone. Jellystone. Yeah. A different park. Completely different park. But, yes, so so Yosemite... Mr. Rangers, You do that really well. Oh, thank you, bro. Yosemite <laughs> National Park was my mother's favorite, favorite place to, to go. She now, used to now go as where a kid. is it exactly? I don't know. I mean, is it near L.A.? Is it is it I closer think... to San Francisco? I think it's closer to San Francisco. It is, okay. Maybe I halfway know. between. I've never been there, but... I don't um, know. There, is, there was a neighbor of mine who had a sister, and this isn't funny, but she was a climber. She loved climbing, and... And fell off that El Capitan. Oh, uh, wow! That, that sheer face in Yosemite. Yeah. And then they—that was one of those examples where they said, "Well, at least she died doing what she loved." I know. What? But at the point that you're falling, you're going. Are you loving it? I don't love this. Right. Wait, no, yeah. no, I don't want that. Right. That's. But I. I mean, you you could perish in a lot of different ways. I guess. I don't think um, that's, there's something to be said for that, but that that's small recompense for an unfortunate fatality. Right. So my mother actually didn't go to hike. I mean, when they were kids, they went to camp, but it was her favorite place. And and you went there with her? No, I didn't go there with You've her. You've never been there? I have. Yes, I have been there. 
but oh. I didn't go as a kid. I, I oh. my mother my mother went as a kid with her sister and family. You would so think, it was one of her you favorite think places. that she would have said, "Hey, Lisa, I want to take you to one of my favorite places." I think she did once, but it wasn't a regular thing. I, I remember going there once. But the point you is, you want to take me to one of your favorite places, Mom? <laughs> yes, I do, honey. Oh, good. Where are we going? The Hollywood Wax Museum. <laughs> so, so, she was. Um, Doesn't that really look like Shelley Berman? I mean, wouldn't you swear that that's, I mean, it's incredible. Are you going to let me? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. So I, I don't know if I even should say this, but I guess the statute of limitations has run out because I did something very illegal in Yosemite Park. You defecated? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, if that's illegal there. But when my mother passed away back in 1990, I believe it was 91, um, I took her ashes. She wanted to and have her ashes. she died way too young, didn't she I know. She, not? she was 48. She was Sheesh, 48. That's ridiculous. And I took her ashes up there. My aunt, my aunt Pam and I, um, took, uh, her ashes, the Bible, and a bottle of Bailey's. Was your mother religious? No. My aunt, very religious, though, okay. and wanted to say a word for her, and I okay. thought that was sweet. So we hiked up Yosemite, and I've got my mother's ashes in my backpack. And it's very—it's illegal to dump. They would consider that human remains, even though they're ashes. Have you ever seen um, human ashes? Yes, I have. It's startling because it's not what you think they are. No, it's more you powdery. Think, no, you think it's going to be powdery like, a, like well, a cigarette ash, but it's chunky. Well, it can be. And here's what's disturbing about that, too. Is Depends they, on how... They can't guarantee that all those ashes are of mom because I know. they think... There could be there could be fragments of peanuts in there, <laughs> or other people. Doesn't that disturb I you? I know, but yeah, they use the same the same oven incineration device yeah. for lots and of people, and they're just like just so you know. So then it becomes well, how do I really even know they are her? They're hers anyway. Well, they they must be mostly hers. But you're right. How do you really know? They I don't didn't know. do a switcheroo. I don't know. Sorry, thing- you got a fat guy named Larry's ashes. <laughs> Same thing with my dogs. I had my dogs cremated, and I don't know. How do we really know we're paying? You're paying good money for that. You don't know that you're I actually know. getting their ashes. But I guess, you can, I guess you can tell yourself, you know, it's their memory that we're talking about here. I suppose. Th- these, this worthless ash, it, it, that's all we really are anyway. So who cares whether it's theirs or not? Dust in the wind All they are is yeah, so I was a little paranoid because I, I just had a feeling that there was some sort of um, a cremation sheriff wandering through Yosemite just waiting to bust somebody. But let me ask you Throwing this. the ashes Do you know for a fact that it's illegal? Yes, I looked it up. Oh, it is. I looked it up. Because uh, you wonder... And you can't even bury it. You can't even bury, like, if Patty drops dead tomorrow, you can't go bury her out in the tree in the front yard. That's illegal, even though it's on your own property. Really? You cannot. Did not know that. Yeah. I, I thought... In fact... I thought you should be secretive about it, but I didn't know that it was... Because, I mean, I know countless people who say, yeah, we're taking uh, Jimmy up to his favorite hiking trail right. up on Mount Si. Right. Yeah. People and, do it all the time. And they, they, they will openly tell you they're going to do it. Even if you... A lot of people like to take the ashes out on a boat and you know spread them out in a body of water on the ocean you have to be like i don't know 25 miles offshore for that to uh be legal you can't just you can't just willy-nilly throw people's ashes around and i don't understand why what's it gonna hurt 
What's it going to hurt? What is it going to hurt? I, I don't I'm, know. I'm totally with you. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get so it. So we, we hiked up would. and... Maybe it would hurt. And we were able to do it and not get caught. But uh, and, and I would do it again. I didn't care that, that I risked going to jail. I wanted to... That you was know, your mom's favorite yeah. place. And I wanted and to honor that. her wanted to honor her wishes. That's where she wanted to end up. And I... My Uncle I Roy's really favorite place was the cemetery. And so that's where we took him. That's awfully Isn't nice. Isn't that nice? Very yeah. nice. Well, this song uh, that I'm going to play here, did, y- y- your conversation just made me think of this song. Um, okay. And it, it's a classic. We've played this uh, Red Solvine music before. Oh, but boy. this this uh, song has to do with uh, a lugubrious topic like that. Uh, and it, well, and, and it also has uh, Red not just telling the story, which he's so masterful at, but he also is doing an incredible dialect in this song. Okay. And so let's listen to it. We'll what's stop it, it from time to what's time it and called? comment. It's called Little Rosa. Oh. Little Rosa was her name. And still I cry in vain. My world won't be the same since she's gone. Here we go. Red Solvine. I had gone to visit a grave of a friend of mine. And as I walked through the graveyard, I noticed this man kneeling down by the grave of a child. And in his hand he held a big red rose. And tears were streaming down his cheeks. So I walked over and laid a hand on his shoulder and started to talk to him. Any comments? Um, I thought he was going to say that he, when he was walking through the graveyard, he did a pressed ham on somebody's grave. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to take the, now no. I feel bad. Well, it, it, <clears throat> uh, this, uh. Okay. So he's got, so he sees a guy. Yeah. Uh, over a little gravestone. Yes, I missed that. Part. Yes. He, little he, tiny yeah. gravestone. And he doesn't know the guy. Doesn't he, know the story, but he sees that he's quite bereaved. I think that's very kind. I don't see anything yeah. weird so far. No. And during the course of our conversation. And in his broken English, this is the story, just as he told it to me. Here comes the dialectician. He said, Mr. I'm a walker down the street today, and I pass about a big flower shop. <laughs> I walk in and I ask the man in the shop, I say, boss, how much you for one the red rose? And he looked at me with one big frown, and he says, I want a dollar, please. But did I buy and a buy a swell-addressed blonde young lady walk in and she says, how much you for one the red rose? And he looked at her with one biggest smile and he says, a ten cents. Now, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Part- he's charging the old man a buck for a rose. And yeah. he's given a... That's all you can say. Ninety percent discount. You, you to don't the want woman. to talk about how he adds an A to every word, like that's an accent. That, a one, a ten, a sense of. I don't have a problem with that. I think that is the most what is accurate. He, what's he trying to Italian be? Italian accent I've ever okay, heard. Okay, is it Italian? A I, one. I think. Okay. Could be Polish. I something like. All right. That. So a guy gets charged a buck, and mm-hmm. the blonde gets charged ten cents. Yeah. Makes sense to me. It does. Well, the old man. That's his version of the story. Is what he's telling. Well, maybe he Red just doesn't Soba. understand it because I can barely understand what Red is saying. 
Maybe okay. the guy said ten dollars and ten of dollars. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. I mean, but the guy. This is annoying me. Uh, yeah, okay, let's get this over with. Okay. <laughs> and I said, "Boss, how come you charging me a dollar for the roasts? You charge the young lady only ten cents." Ten cents. And he says, "Look, Mister, you telling me why you want the rose, and maybe I give it to you for not." And I should have bought some of hard work, man. Working the railroad and don't make it too much money. So you get that? He's kind of so going into a, a Spanish accent, and then little bit, comes yeah. back to. It's actually coming into a little bit of a, a Southern Thailand accent too. <laughs> All right, so I actually didn't get it. So he's the guy says, "So tell me what you want the rose for. Maybe I'll give it for you to for you uh, to you for free." Yeah. Okay, and then what did he say? I work then on a railroad, he, yeah, and I... Yeah, so he works for the railroad, and he doesn't make very much money, so okay. a dollar is killing him. All right. I guess. Okay, so here we go. And I got a little girl, and her name is Rosa. Oh, Rosa's just about this high, boss. Every day when I come home from work, a little Rosa come running to me to Papa. She'd throw her little arms around my neck and say, Papa, and I'd say, Rosa... Oh, but you want to lay a boss. I come home from a work and I don't see Rosa. Okay, so, so he comes home from work and what? Someday, I know. See, I understand Italian or whatever <laughs> language that is. Of course he you says, do. He says, one day I come home from a work and I don't see a Rosa. Oh, okay. I she's, she's always coming to him. Okay, got but it. But that particular day, she doesn't show up. And by the way, as you're listening to this, check out the background chorus they are really milking this baby, okay making it work i look her down by the railroad track and i see one the bigger crowd i go down and i push in the crowd this way and i push in the crowd got away and wait 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 stop so he went down to the railroad track and there's a crowd well, there's do a big we, crowd do we need to even play this anymore we kind of know what happened rosa was playing chicken with the train <laughs> I don't know that how it happened. This is terrible. All right. I know. Continue. I feel bad for the guy now. Lay my little Rosa. That's why I want Rosa, boss. So okay. Rosa got hit by a train. No, no. So here he and says. that's not funny, but no, somehow he says, getting hit by a train is the there, last thing you think would happen. And there lays my little Rosa. If you get hit by a train, you aren't laying on the railroad tracks. No, you're lying. You're right about that. Aren't you sort of like smacked off into the bushes? I I know, but if I don't he's, think he if has he's the doing time a realistic, to get into all that detail in doing, one song. If he's doing a realistic Italian accent, you think he'd tell the story a little more realistically? <laughs> I get it. Right. put him on little Rose's grave. The man he don't say a lot. But he picked up the biggest and the reddest rose and he give it to me. And I said, thank you, boss. Thank you Aww. very much.
That's why Red Solvine was the great and masterful storyteller. Well, that would, to me was time. a huge disappointment because what, there was no. There's usually a uh, twist, unexpected twist at the end, like, like oh no, that know. wasn't Little Rosa. It was Old Fred. <laughs> Little Rosa's fine. Or little Rosa sticks her hand out of the grave and grabs the rose and says, Thank you. Yeah. Or I don't know. There was no there was no I've I've searched everywhere for a little Rosa part two and I have not found it yet. (laughs) Well I I played that song more for the uh, ridiculous histrionics of it and the (laughs) and the 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 accent and all that. It doesn't sound like he took any uh, dialect. No. No, you, you don't need lessons. to in country music that Apparently much. Apparently not. Um, but back uh, to that uh, topic, because my wife uh, lost both of her parents within a three-month period mm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we had their ashes here at home, and we, and we had them here because we just were waiting to figure out what are we going to do? What should we do? Did they not leave any... Um wishes on where they what no, they wanted to have done no th- nothing in writing surely and we you know how it well my hum- mom didn't do it in writing i mean she just told me enough times yeah, that yeah. that's where she so you were be, paying so. attention yeah that's great and you just are you you're the kind of person that pays attention uh to people what they're saying so you know what to get them for their birthday because you know you're paying attention yeah and i love that about you well thanks and people who are like that so they didn't, but my wife remembered, you know what? They loved this particular fishing hole on this river in central Oregon. They had some of their happiest times there. Hmm. And uh, she said, she finally decided that's where we should take their ashes. To the fishing hole. To the fishing hole. All right. And we did. And Is it a big fishing hole? Uh, it is a, I'm happy to tell you, it is a... Uh, a river that is running rapidly, so it's okay. not like the ashes are going to sink there and stay there. Yeah. But even after, even as I was doing it, I was thinking, eh, I don't know, what, could we be harming fish by doing this uh, habitat? I, don't I didn't know. think of it until we'd already done it. But uh, but then I fi- I finally said ashes. to myself, well, can't there be lots of things that could harm? I mean, couldn't a forest fire? Damage right. habitat, or couldn't some guy defecating in the in stream, your front yard. right? Or uh, you know, right? Any number of things. So, I mean, that's cheap ju- justification. But I, I felt on balance, this is where they, this is the place they loved, and that's where we put them. And but I didn't know it's fully that it was illegal. Yeah, so illegal. I guess as soon as this podcast is heard by the authorities, <laughs> you and I are going up to the big house. I don't know, but and I know we're not the only. I'm sure everybody breaks the law when it comes to their last wishes. What do you want done while we're on it? We might as well just make say it for the record. Are you going to be cremated? Are you going to be in a casket? I just I don't want to be cremated because I think it would hurt. It would be so. If you've ever had a bad sunburn, (laughs) uh, multiply that by about a hundred. That's what it would be like to be cremated. By a hundred. Yeah. Like a hundred. Only a hundred. hundred degrees. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know. I don't really care. And I've told you this before. I, at that point. Yeah, you say just dump me in the woods. Dump me in the woods. Don't spend any money getting me cremated. Do not buy me a nice box. Don't have, don't buy, get a caterer or have a party or any of that stuff. Because I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know. Just dump me, dump me wherever. You can just leave me. Actually, wherever I drop, just leave me there. Hey, I should have told you this earlier. Can you pull the mic over closer to yourself? Oh, like this? I mean, just pull the mic over. You don't have to get, come closer. Okay. No, you sound fine. I just want to All make right. sure that I'm not 
Did you hear me? I just said, leave me where I... That's what you say. But anybody how who am cares I gonna about know? you is how not going to say, know? okay. So basically that's... Those are her wishes, so we'll just not, we'll just leave her with No, it's not my wishes. I just don't want anybody to spend money on something that I'm not going to be... Uh... I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I, I um, And I wouldn't want any kind of service, I don't think. I mean, people will do it because... They they need yeah if I it's know somebody that they care about they yeah. care, you can't be content with just saying well they said they didn't want anything so we won't do it right because um, you're right it's more for the living than it well is of course for, it's for the living because so, the the dead are generally dead no but I mean I mean that's fine if you want to have a party go ahead that's fine do a lot of drinking but don't you don't have to spend a lot of money on get and I don't know why I've just saddled you with the responsibility of disposing of me. <laughs> You, well, what I would you like seem to pretty do, logical because you've known me. Yeah, and what I would like to do, and this, and I, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but what? God forbid that day comes and you have passed away. I would like to come to your house and try on your clothes. Okay. Is that okay? I'm, I'm not going to. Is care. that weird? I, it is now, right where I'm sitting, but I'm not going to care. Okay. Because uh, there's some of your things I think are really nice, and I always thought, I wonder what that would look like on me. If you you don't have to wait. Really? No. That's great. That's really nice. <laughs> Thanks for that. You bet. Hey, um, you and I both being in radio, uh, at least once we were, mm-hmm. we love we. The reason I think you and I love radio is because you can create uh, situations spontaneously if it, or, or almost spontaneously and you can create an image in someone's mind that is far better than you could ever do if you actually had video equipment sure or which even, is why they say special equipment. they say the book is always better than the movie yeah. because of what you can conjure up in your head here's a radio commercial that i love and, and don't be off put my wife said hey, i don't like this this is creeping me out but it's it's it is such a great use of simple sound, and it really works. And, right. I, and I, so I applaud the uh, agency that made this. Uh, it's for a dryer. Well, you'll you'll hear it. Here All it right. is. Here it comes. Come on. Where is it? Oh no, that's not what I wanted. Hang on. <laughs> I do want to hear that though. Here. That's not it. Hang on. Here we go. Sound familiar? What you're hearing is a cat in a dryer. While not an everyday occurrence, it does happen and can be quite messy. That's why at Umax Appliance Technologies, we make 100% cat-safe dryers. When Fluffy decides to curl up in some nice warm laundry, you'll feel good knowing he's encased in a polyurethane foam composite shroud, allowing him to tumble gingerly upon each rotation. Moreover, should Fluffy, unfortunately, be mixed in with denser objects like this steel-toed work boot, each Umax dryer is specially calibrated to keep heavier objects near the bottom of the load, thus reducing harsh collisions. In the end, Fluffy may be a little warm and disoriented, but at least he won't be dead. Umax Appliance Technologies, making dryers a safer place for cats. No animals were harmed in the making of this commercial. We just made it sound that way. That's the great thing about radio. Cats don't need to die to make your company grow. For more information on radio advertising, contact the Portland Area Radio Council. Oh, that was really good. I, yeah, it does make you listen. Yeah. That's that's the whole idea of an ad. Yeah. Is I mean, to keep in, people listening. Engage but, people. Yeah. I don't I just but it don't was know awful. why radio spots, so many of them, most of them are just 
Yeah, and say big and say big right now. Get down to blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Engage my mind and well, but create some interest. Yes, you're talking, though, about the, the dollars that go into doing some really creative writing, some really creative post-production, and some really creative voicing. A lot of companies don't have that money, and all they can afford is that announcer doing that voice, and that's it. I mean, it's a much yeah, cheaper way to produce no, a commercial. I know, I know so, the reality of it, but, um, but I just want to to uh, laud uh, a company that does decides to do it a different way. Yeah, like I, that. I, I think it's clever. Maybe it'll encourage other people to do it. I think it's clever, but I didn't lo- like the sound of the cat in the dryer. I know, but you couldn't tear yourself away. I know. You? Well, no, because I didn't have the, my hand on the remote control thing to stop it. Would it have been better if it had been a dog in the dryer? No. How about a dogs, snake? Dogs don't. Or a spider? <laughs> dogs don't climb in. The, actually, Daisy does climb in the dryer because yeah. I, when I wash her babies, yeah. she knows that they're in there and she'll sit there and wait. And then when I open the door, she runs into the dryer. Really? Yes. Yeah. She when we were little kids, kids uh my brother mike uh got into the washing machine and because we decided that it it would be like we were on tv so was this a front load it had a yeah front load with a clear window in the front (laughs) so he'd get in there and i'd say hey mike i'm watching you on tv and and (laughs) it was stupid but this is how i still am i i guess back then i would have been diagnosed as having add because i I would always, my mind would be wandering, and so I left him in the washer. It wasn't running or anything, but he was in there. And I don't know how long he was in there, but my so mom So you just finally, all of a sudden went, oh, look, something shiny, and wandered off? Yes, exactly. That's what I always did as a kid. And I forgot oh, that I'd left no. Mike in there, and my mom, thankfully, came down to do the laundry. And uh, she, she was getting ready to do the laundry, and she Mike, what are you doing on TV? No, wait a minute. That's not TV. So uh, it was just the way. It, but uh, so it, it prevented a, a horrible, horrible accident. Well, yeah. And, and remember all those terrible appliances. And luckily, I left him on the gentle cycle. In, in the old days, I remember the whole being terrified of getting trapped in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And you, you, the the rule was when you threw out a refrigerator, you, you had to take the door off so that stupid kids like us right. wouldn't I remember get that. into yeah, the refrigerator. But uh, Well, we I went to pick up, I might have told the story before, I went to pick up uh, my wife's parents. We were going somewhere one time, and they were staying uh, in an apartment or something like that, and uh, they were very concerned when I got there. And said, we can't find our cat. Oh. I go, well, okay, well, let's look around, because the cat was always missing, but the cat was always there. We would usually find it under the bed or someplace. So I'm looking all around, and I, I said, I, I'm I'm sorry, we got to go, and I, we can't find your cat. I think he's in the room, but I can't prove it, but, but we, we have to leave. And they're very distraught, because mm. they love this cat. And I do not know what made me think of it, but I decided, wait a minute. Let me just look in the refrigerator. Oh, no. And there he was. Somehow they had grabbed something out of the refrigerator. The cat had leapt in, not being noticed by them, and they closed the refrigerator. Oh. He was a little crisp, but he was fine. Poor baby. Now, he I don't even think he was in there that long, but uh, he was fine. Uh, but you made me think of something else. Oh, I know what I wanted to bring up. You might have heard me play a little bit of it a moment ago mm-hmm. and it was that uh, it was uh, i hope i have the right cut here now yes i do uh, andy williams the crooner passed away 
Does it really? Sing that, yes. Beautiful. I bet your mom loved this song. Loved Andy Williams. Yeah. Well, my mom really loved Andy Williams, and we had all these Andy Williams, yeah, records all over the house. Yeah. And this was with at a time when rock and roll, the Beatles, you know, were coming in, and and that's what I wanted to listen to. Right. I I didn't want to hear this all the time. Come on, mom. Oh, really? Come on. I was the same way. I thought yeah. it was awful music. And now I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's okay. I mean, I to me, Andy Williams doesn't measure up to a real singer like Frank Sinatra, if you want to compare. Wow, that's one of pretty it. harsh. Well, I mean, Sinatra. Listen to his voice. It's fine. I mean, he's good. Obviously, people thought so. Yeah. But the reason my mom loved him beyond the fact that he was very popular. And he was very good on television, if you ever saw him. He's just had this... Didn't he have a variety great, show? Yeah, he did. It was yeah. on for a long time. And he's, he's had a great... He, he, you know, the, the Marshall McLuhan's thing about TV being a cool medium uh, really was personified by Andy Williams. He was cool. Yeah. He was very laid back. Yeah, he just was Easy a nice to guy. watch. And he wasn't... You know, he wasn't... There, was, there wasn't anything threatening about him no. like Frank Sinatra. Well, Sinatra could threaten you. Right, that's he, what I mean. He could break your legs exactly. if you got out of line. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, but so the Andy Williams thing was that my mom, as a kid, growing up in the Chicago area, in Oak Park, Illinois, ah, yeah. got to play tennis with Andy Williams no when she was a kid. Way. Yeah, and she would talk about it all the time. Wait, was he famous then? Uh, he was. He uh, he was part of a. His he was a like an Osmond Brothers thing. He it was the oh. Williams Brothers, oh. and he sang with his brothers. Uh, but he was on the rise, definitely. Wow! So this must have been in the you know late thirties, early forties, something like that, maybe even later. And uh, and so she would just talk about him. All, oh, and he was so cute, and he was so nice. And and my dad, <laughs> my dad was. He wasn't really jealous, <laughs> right. but he was tired of hearing sure, about it. Sure, of course. You know, he's going, little shrimp. My dad was big. He's a big man, six foot six. Andy Williams was relatively diminutive. Yes. So my dad couldn't sing. He wasn't particularly handsome. What did he have over Andy Williams? His height. And so that's he was what he going to lord that over. Yeah, yeah, that's what he would bring. That's what you got to do. Shrimp. Yeah, little shrimp. Yeah, he's a little that's tiny dwarf of a man. No he's man. nice and he's cute. Yeah. And so I may, I think my mom knew that, and that's why she kept <laughs> rubbing my his nose in it over friend. and over again. for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 